Hello friends, today we are looking at Proverbs chapter 14 verse 25, which says a truthful witness saves lives, but one who breathes out lies is deceitful. And it's quite unusual, I think, to see a guilty person who takes the witness stand begin by being truthful and honest and making a confession. Most, I think, seem to lie and deceive and manufacture stories, uh, maybe even telling half-truths. But they point the finger of guilt toward others instead of themselves, and that destroys lives. But deceit doesn't actually wait until it gets on the witness stand before it winds up destroying lives. The thing is, this deceit in the hearts of man, it usually begins like a cancer, eating away in the very families of the one who spurts out lies. And this cancer doesn't really pause or go into remission, although sometimes these lies, um, according to the deceiver there, he... Uh, they seem harmless and benign. He doesn't realize that they are, in fact, malignant. And they hurt a lot of people, including our loved ones and our close friends. And they wind up destroying our own selves in the very worst way possible. For eternity, away from God, away from everything that is good. But on the other hand, Solomon says that a truthful witness saves lives. <laughs> of course, if we look back a ways <laughs> to the Garden of Eden, it was Satan who lied first, right? And it was he who did the opposite of saving lives. He is a destroyer of lives for certain. Genesis 3-4, the Bible says, But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Uh, and that was in regards to eating the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which God had commanded them not to do. And in the day they ate of it, they would die. And they did, right? They, uh, they died spiritually. I mean, we die physically when our own spirit leaves our body, but they died because the spirit of God left them and they had no more fellowship with God. And so that's a spiritual death. And Jesus told Nicodemus that he needed to be born again. And he needed the Spirit of God to come into his life. That he might have fellowship with God. So, yeah, Satan, he told the woman that she would not die. And yet it was that lie that led to Adam and Eve's sin. And the physical death and the spiritual death of every person. And speaking of Satan, Jesus himself said in John 8, 44, quote, He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So Jesus says Satan was a murderer from the beginning. You know, Satan did not come to man as a trustworthy witness proclaiming truth. He did not come to save lives like our text in Proverbs speaks about a truthful witness, but Satan came to murder. And uh, Jesus again speaking, but this time he contrasts what Satan came to do with what he came to do. In John 10.10 10, it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came 
that they may have life and have it abundantly. So, so what application does uh, this text bring for us today? You know, there's a lot of truth being proclaimed in the world around us, right? The left, the right, and, and those in the middle, they, they all vocalize their opinions uh, of what's right and wrong as though it's the gospel. Uh, but in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the truth, and he's the life changer. He's the way maker. He's the heart transformer. God is the one who gives us eyes to see the truth in Jesus Christ. So I think this is the application for us. Let's ask the Lord to make us true witnesses of him. I mean, in order to do that, we will need to know him. We will need to have experienced him, witnessed him. And after that, if we do, then to know him better and better the rest of our lives. Why? That we might be transformed more and more into his likeness, taking on his character. That we might be a true witness of his glory to others, uh, of all that we have seen and heard. So Father God, thank you for this text today, Lord. Help us to be true witnesses um, and to be honest with people, to be real. We are broken. We are a work in progress. And uh, But thank you, Lord, that you've given us eyes to see Jesus as their greatest treasure in the universe, Father, uh, worth leaving everything for. And help us to continue to, to look to you and see more of your glory. As Moses said in Exodus 33:18, please show us your glory. So Lord, please transform us uh, that we may be able to worship you better today than we did yesterday, and that we may be able to be better witnesses of who you are uh, to a broken world. In Jesus' name.